food here, but uh, <laughs> when we hit six o'clock, we'll begin. And with that, uh, at six o'clock, welcome to the uh, Monday, July 23rd, regular meeting of the Shawnee Mission School District Board of Education. First item is the Pledge of Allegiance. Please join us. All right, we have a couple of items, and uh, this is the first full regular meeting of the, uh, the new school year for us. And so with that, we've got a couple of uh, updates and changes, and, and that includes some of the formatting in the uh, agenda. So the first item that we have is item B, which is the adoption of the agenda. Um, the board has had an opportunity to see this agenda, but I'd like to pose if there's any questions or, or thoughts before we adopt the agenda. I might begin the conversation with, um, at this point, we're going to remove um, item J4, which sits on the HR agenda, and it is under consent. We will remove it from this meeting and, and address it at a future meeting. But are there any other items or questions about the agenda before we adopt? Seeing none, I'll seek a motion to approve. Move to approve. Thank you, Mrs. Zila. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Owsley. All those in favor of adopting the agenda, please, please, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That passes 7-0. Thank you. With that, we move on to the approval of minutes. This is section C. We have a couple of meetings to approve. The first one is the regular, minute, regular meeting minutes from June 25th. So moved. Thank you, Mrs. Goodburn. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Mack. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That's 7-0. Um, the minutes of our July 9th organizational meeting. Move approval. Thank you, Mrs. Mack. Second. I heard uh, Mrs. Uh, Reverend Guy. No, nope. nope. Mrs. Zila. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 All those opposed, nay. That's 7-0. Thank you for that. Now we move on to item D, which uh, is, again, new for us. We've combined a couple of things here. We have both the superintendent's report as well as board member reports. And we'll turn to Dr. Fulton for his first superintendent's report. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. And thanks to everyone for coming out tonight. That's great. Well, I have some great news to share. There's wonderful things happening around the district all the time, including the summer. So I uh, want to talk about the Elevate program. This is a summer program designed to elevate the language skills of elementary students who are English language learners. The program is being held during July for students from six of the district's elementary schools that have the highest number of ELL students. Students with the greatest language needs from the other elementary schools were invited to participate in an eight-week ELL summer tutoring program. Approximately 50 students enrolled and they met for tutoring with two certified teachers and the three LL aides. So ELL aides. So um, we're excited for the students and certainly appreciate the staff for working with the kids this summer. Lenexa Hills Elementary School is nearing completion and will be ready to welcome students in August. It brings the number of elementary schools in our district to 34. Students will come from Sunflower and Broken Arrow Elementary Schools. There will be a casual, I think they had a casual open house this past Sunday actually. So that's exciting, and uh, I know that the Lenexa Hills staff, parents, and students are excited to move into their new school. We want to congratulate Shelby Rebick, our coordinator for health services, who was named School Nurse Administrator of the Year by the Kansas School Nurse Organization. Her nomination letter, written by one of our nurses, described Shelby as someone who exhibits everything you envision a nursing leader to be. 
Among her many accomplishments is her work to establish a partnership with Healthcare Partnership Clinic, which led to a student health clinic at Marion Park Elementary School. So congratulations to Shelby for that uh, well-deserved recognition. Jumpstart to Learning is being held during July to provide additional support to kindergartners who are identified in a screening process through Kindergarten Roundup as needing a boost to prepare for kindergarten, along with other families who are interested and want to participate in the program. When the program began in 2014, it served 46 students at two schools. This summer, the program is serving 370 students at 20 elementary schools, and that is a wonderful program for the children who are participating, and we, again, appreciate the staff and all that they do uh, to help our kids. And then finally, uh, I want to update the board on uh, an informational item. In keeping with board policy CCA, which deals with the dis district organization chart, uh, we've been working as a cabinet to make some adjustments for this coming year. The, uh, the chart is being design redesigned to more effectively organize us as a team. And we're going to have three groups. We'll have a leadership and learning group, a human resources group, and an organizational support group. Each group has a lead. The lead's title will be associate superintendent. The plan is cost neutral, so everybody's pay stays the same. Nothing changes there um, for the most part for this plan. The change brings with it the appointment of Dr. Christy Ziegler as assistant superintendent of personalized learning slash interim director of special education. This is in keeping with the plan that we shared in May that the current SPED director, Jackie Chapman, would become assistant director of SPED and would retire from SMSD at the end of the 2018-2019 school year. Because the search for a new SPED director did not result in the hiring of a new director, we appointed Dr. Ziegler as the interim and will conduct a nationwide search starting late fall. We anticipate that even with the hiring of the new SPED director, Dr. Ziegler will remain over that department as part of her learning, leadership and learning team responsibilities. And Dr. Ziegler moves into that leadership and learning team uh, under the associate uh, superintendent, as well, uh, Dr. Leanne Neal, whose job title was modified to assistant superintendent of early childhood and strategic engagement. So they are now both part of the leadership and learning team. That puts everyone that works with learning together in one group. And we think that'll be more effective as we work to help meet the needs of students as well as staff and parents. Another important change is the creation of a student services department. We did that by taking Dr. Strike's title, which will change to Chief of Student Services with Dr. John McKinney and Richard Kramer reporting to him. The student services department, which is under Dr. Atha, will work closely with both the human resources and uh, learning groups and again, our goal is to connect the system and make us more interdependent in our work. We're working on getting that organizational chart online in a way where when you find it, you can, you can hover over a title and that will have the person's name, picture, and contact information for staff as well as for parents. And we hope to have that up in the next two to three weeks. The goal really is to get that sooner, but we'll, we'll move as quickly as we can. And that concludes my report. All right. Thank you, Dr. Fulton. You're welcome. 
Uh, with that, we'll move on to board reports. Um, our organizational meeting was just a couple weeks ago, and uh, in that process, we selected some leaders uh, to head up some of the different areas that um, we work on, that the board works on, and um, this is a brand new year, so there's probably not very much to report, but I still wanted to give anybody an opportunity not only to share what might be going on in their respective role, but also to talk about things that are coming up, but certainly don't feel compelled to um, give an oration if there's truly nothing going on in your area. With that, I'll walk through them. Um, then SMAC PTA, the representative from our board will be Laura Guy. Anything you want to pass along? I have not met with them yet, so I have no report. Okay, thank you. And uh, Heather Owsley will be the representative to the Shawnee Mission Education Foundation. Um, we also haven't met yet, although lovely exchange of emails so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, Deb Zila was reelected to serve as our board of directors member for uh, KASB. Right, and our first there. meeting that will be a joint meeting with the legislative committee folks as well, and then we split off and do separate meetings, um, is August 25th. So that's yet to come. Okay, great, thank you. And. Um, Dr. Sinclair will be representing us on the legislative and government network uh, committees for the KASB as well. Brand new. Yes. So as um, Ms. Zila said, uh, our first meeting will be August 25th, and then I think there's a subsequent meeting on the books November 3rd. Um, I've received materials from um, Mrs. Mack, and I've also gotten a, a number of documents and reading materials from email from the folks at KSB. Um, and then also on the relations, I think I might be jumping ahead. Um, we might have a little glitch that was also, um, they're looking at, um, uh, Rob Gilligan was looking at scheduling that also on August 25th. So if that gets scheduled at the same time, I'll, I guess I'll follow up and okay. let you know. Great. And Mrs. Goodburn, you can rest assured that we won't call on you every month because your role will only have one meeting this year. And, uh, she'll, okay, she represents us in the nominating committee, and that's the group that nominates officers for future years within the Kansas Association of School Board. So um, thank you for that. We have three task forces that are out there. I won't uh, read them each off to ask for their input other than let me know if anyone has input. We have a constituent services task force. Uh, Mrs. Goodburn is um, heading up that professional services task force, Mrs. Zila, and social media, uh, Mrs. Owsley. Does anyone want to provide an update there at this time? All right. Thank you. Well, we've got the structure in place to carry out the work of the board. We're looking forward to doing that on, on behalf of the board and the work that this district's charged with. With that, we move on to section uh, E, which is our public comment section. And uh, during public comments, uh, quick reminders before we invite up our guests. Uh, this is a time that the public has the opportunity to, at a regular scheduled board meeting to provide an opportunity for the individuals to address the board regarding school district issues. Uh, patrons are encouraged to electronically submit their request to speak at the public comment on, on Friday at 3.30 of the regularly scheduled meeting the following Monday. Um, this is the early submission that we're asking to allow the district to research and respond to patron requests that might come before us. The president will impose a time of, of three minutes. A couple of uh, reminders on, on the remarks for public comment section, and that is that uh, please proceed and join us at the podium here and uh, state your name and uh, your city of residence, uh, what school your children may attend if applicable, and the name of the group or organization you might also be representing. Uh, we'll ask three minutes for our speakers today. And in consideration of everyone's time, if you have a, a group that looks to be assembled, um, we have two, so I, I think I can skip this one, because I don't think we need to consolidate the comments. We'll, we'll be fine. Um, and then 
uh, let's see, complaints regarding students or staff should be first addressed with the, to the administration in accordance with board policy KN complaints. Uh, and generally responses from the board members during public comments will be limited to clarifying questions. And with that, we'll invite our first guest forward, and that is Gary Bailey. Gary, welcome. Hello, uh, my name is Gary Bailey. I'm a special ed teacher at Shawnee Mission North. My first time attending a board meeting in my 14 years here. Um, I know we have a lot of great things happening here at Shawnee Mission, but something my doctor told me this last spring really bothered me and it stuck with me. Um, after the fiasco with the scheduling issue at the end of the year, I was really upset and I started getting chest pains. I went to the doctor and he said, listen, he said Shawnee Mission School District does not value or respect teachers. And that really hurt, that hit, that hit me. And then I had uh, a friend when I go on vacations who's a captain of the Overland Park Police Department made a comment recently to me at the gym. And I thought, the perceptions out there that we don't treat our teachers well. And I want you guys to really think about that. Um, and I know with the pay raise and stuff going on, we've had a lot of teachers in the last five years at Shawnee Mission North leave. And a lot are going to Olathe and other districts. And then I looked at there's, you know, yes, we pay more, but then if you look at the benefits, man, their benefits, what they give, interclass sizes, and the number of classes taught. I would like, or I would hope, you get more involved and see what this is. Because, I mean, I know myself and a lot of other teachers, we put a lot into it. I mean, I care for my kids. And I really, you know, and put a lot of effort into it. But just, I would appreciate it if you would take a time and look at it. Because that perception's out there. I mean, that really hit me when my doctor told me that about, you know, and he was a big contributor to the district. Um, and it, it just it hit me in the head, an eye opener. So anyhow, thank you. Thank, thank you, Mr. You. Bailey. We appreciate you coming forward and, and for all that you do for the students in our district. Thank you for that. With that, uh, Brian Quick. Hello, uh, Brian Quick. Hello. and. I, I live in Shawnee. I'm not in the district, but I teach in the district. I teach uh, elementary at Rising Star. And my students know that if I get going, I'm just going to keep going. So I actually wrote my comments <laughs> down. So I'm going to go ahead and read uh, from this. Uh, first, Dr. Fulton, uh, I want to welcome you to Shawnee Mission and let you know that every teacher that I know and every teacher that I've talked to, uh, we are all rooting for you. And I mean that genuinely. Um, we're all on the same team, and we hope that you will take the district to great heights with new initiatives and new ideas. Your success is our success. We are rooting for you to push transparency and openness in the district, rooting for you to trust the teachers as professionals. We may not always agree, but when you have to make the tough decisions, if you consult with teachers and explain your decisions in a timely and open manner, even when we disagree, we will respect your honesty and we crave it. Um, and we are reasonable. And finally, we are rooting for you to be a leader who focuses funds and resources to the classrooms where kids will benefit the most. Um, while you've been busy this summer getting up to speed as a superintendent, the teachers have been busy too. Uh, busy doing book studies, planning lessons, reviewing previous units, and brainstorming new units to inspire kids. And we will continue to be busy over the next two weeks before students arrive. Uh, we'll be busy buying supplies for kids who can't afford them, buying new culturally relevant literature for our classrooms to inspire a love for reading that are, that are not there now. Uh, we will work outside of our contract time to work in our rooms, decorating and buying flexible seating to create a warm, welcoming, and fun environment. And we do these things because we are teachers. We have the best job in the world, and I love working in Shawnee Mission. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, 
and we are more than willing to make sacrifices. We care so much, and despite all this, despite caring so much, we don't ask for so much. NEA originally asked for a 2% raise this year, which just sounded to me as very easy and reasonable, and it was turned down, and then asked for a 1% across the board raise, and that was still a no. And fairly or not, Dr. Fulton, you are starting your time in Shawnee Mission right in the middle of these negotiations. And what happened next will, for the teachers of SMSD, be a big first impression on every teacher in the district long before any meet the super events or building tours. And the teachers were, were very curious. Um, we were wondering, will we get an email over the next few weeks with an offer that doesn't keep up with the cost of living or one that leaves some veteran teachers out? Um, will we be at an impasse? Imagine just how deflating it will be for teachers if in the first weeks of the new superintendent's tenure and the first contract negotiation under this newly constructed board that we find out that our contract negotiations are just business as usual and that one to two percent was just too much. So now imagine the same teachers receiving an email, but this time it says that the new superintendent and the new makeup of the board is sending a clear message that you do support the teachers, you do know the sacrifices we make, and you want to support the staff with the full 2% raise that we asked for, keeping up with the cost of living to help us with our own families, mortgages, car payments, and yes, to help with those extra school costs that every teacher has each year. And just imagine the goodwill that you would receive from the teachers as we start this new year. And also imagine the taxpayers who support teachers and who voted for this new board because they didn't want business as usual and who are still paying attention. What a powerful statement that would be. And I know I'm out of time, but I'm almost done. So I just want to say that to Dr. Fulton and members of the board, you have an opportunity here, and I'm asking that you send the right message to the teachers and the patrons of this community. Our money belongs in the classroom, and we're going to support the teachers who love and lead these kids every day. I hope you will send a clear message and ask the negotiating team to agree to step and call a movement, which should just be expected, and a raise of 2% for all teachers. Show, that the teacher, show the teachers of Shawnee Mission that all truly does mean all. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Quick. Thank you for what you do for our students as well. We appreciate not only your comments, but your time in the classroom on behalf of all our students. Thank you. And with that, we appreciate the input. Uh, like we said, we're going to two meetings a month now, so that'll provide more engagement with our community as well as opportunities to present to us and we sharing things with you. And so as you'll see in a bit, we're going to be um, changing one of our policies to make sure that we um, officially adopt that we have more meetings each month to uh, not only do the work of the board, but also to opportunity to interact with the community just like this. So thank you for that. Um, with that, we'll move on to G, and uh, this is the consent agenda. Um, before I seek a motion to approve the consent agenda, a reminder that we did pull the one item off, which is J4. Um, I'll seek a motion to approve, and then we'll offer up any other, an opportunity to pull anything else off the consent agenda. I would move approval of the consent agenda as amended. Thank you, Mrs. Zila. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Goodburn. Are there, are there any other items that a board member would like to remove from the consent agenda before we uh, consider it for approval? No. J4, I appreciate you taking that. Mm -hmm. All right. Seeing none, all those in favor of the consent agenda, please say aye. 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 Those opposed, nay. That's 7-0. All right. Thank you for that. We will move down the agenda here uh, to uh, M. And uh, this is uh, M1 under educational services. Approval of the Alcohol EDU web-based services, and I'll turn to Dr. Fulton with an explanation of this. I'm sorry, M1, we're doing this one right here. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. I apologize. Sorry, I was taking notes. <laughs> In your mic is not a good way to start. Yeah, here we go. Is that my own? All right. All right, no. Mr. All right I'm going to. We put this on action so that you would have an opportunity to learn more about it and also ask questions. And I'm actually going to have Dr. Southwick do a, an overview of what these services are and the value it provides to our students. So, um, Alcohol EDU is a web based program that we have right now, curriculum program. It's used at our senior highs, senior highs only. There were some questions earlier um, regarding whether or not this would be uh, a part of a program if we had uh, someone involved in a sports activity. Um, and lots of times there are programs that they have to follow to become eligible again. Or if we have students that might be facing suspension. We're not currently using this program for that. Uh, this program is used specifically for our uh, senior high health programs. The money to purchase this comes from Johnson County ATF grant, and uh, it's $27,000 for the purchase of that. And uh, if there are any questions, I'll try to answer them. If not, Dr. Strike is here, who basically works with that grant. Great. I'll seek a motion, and then we'll have additional questions. So moved. Thank you, Mrs. Goodburn. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Zila. Uh, any additional questions on the motion to approve the M1. Seeing none, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 Those opposed, nay. That passes 7-0. Thank you. We'll move on to item N, and this is N1, the approval of the contract for Summit Achievement Center. Right, and the, you'll find under action any item that uh, has expenditure of more than 250000 and that is per board policy. So we'll be happy to respond to any questions that you may have about any of those items. <coughs> Okay. Make a motion to approve action item N1. Move we approve action item N1. Thank you, Reverend Guy. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Housley. Any additional questions? All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That's 7-0. And um, we'll now move on to, uh, let's see, this would be number two, which is the approval of the contract with the Lake Mary, Lake Mary Center. And that's the same. It's over the contract amounts for over two hundred fifty thousand. Okay, this is at a renewal of previous years. I would move approval of N two. Thank you, Mrs. Zila. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Goodburn. Any additional questions? All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That passes seven zero. Thank you. We'll move on to P, and that is an action item under business services, and P one, <coughs> the approval of the purchase of end of life support equipment. Um, this particular it has a, a, a strange title. We admit it, but it's, it's, it's an interest. It's an industry term that technology has come mm -hmm. to its ending point, and we need to move on. So uh, again, this one's over two hundred fifty thousand. So it's up for your approval, and that's all it means. So this is not part of a signature program. This is no. not. This is not. No. All right. Thank you for that clarification. With that, we'll seek a motion to approve. So, so moved. Thank you, Mrs. Mack. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Uh, Goodburn. Any additional questions? Seeing none, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That's 7-0. Um, with that, we'll move on to P2, and that's the approval of the architectural fee for the urban farm. All right. This is, uh, this is actually kind of a fun one. This is, has to do with what we're, what we're constructing uh, back behind us here with our urban farm, and so Dr. Southwick can give a very quick overview. Be glad to speak to this. Um, first of all, this is not over $250,000. We thought we'd talk about it anyway. Um, as a part of the signature program, we know the concept is farm to table, 
and we have the farm up and, and going now. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Chef Bob has been out there on the hottest of days working mm -hmm. the garden, driving his tractor. Uh, we know that program and that uh, portion of this facility will grow. We've known that since the early planning. So we're ready for that now. Um, but in the city of Overland Park, everything that we do on this property has to go through planning and zoning. So we will work with the architects. We've already worked with, um, Joan Levins has been involved, who I think is here tonight, uh, Chef Bob. Um, we've had Bob Robinson work with this. I've worked a little bit with it. We put together a concept plan that can be phased when dollars are there. But the first thing that we have to do is put together a comprehensive plan and go to the city of Overland Park. So uh, we're asking the board to approve uh, professional services for $37,200 for us to develop this project. Um, and then we'll move that project forward. Um, and we'll come back and present to you what that looks like in full design. And then we'll move that forward as dollars are available. So we're excited about it. It will um, clean up. I say clean up, that's probably a bad term, but uh, we'll make it much more suitable, not only for classroom activity, but for community activity as well, so. All right, thank you. Motion to approve? I'll make a motion. Thank you, Dr. Sinclair. I'll second. And a second from Mrs. Zila, thank you. Any additional questions? Just one clarifying yes, question. Go ahead. Capital funds, correct? Um, this That's correct. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, just checking. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Robinson. Great. Any other questions? All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That's 7 0. Uh, move on to P2, which is the, uh, whoops, that was P2. P3. And uh, P3, the Transportation Services for Special Education. Yeah, this actually is below the $250,000 limit, but we thought you might. Uh, Want some more information on, on this, and Dr. Eath is going to provide that right now. Yes, thank you, Dr. Fulton, and uh, members of the Board of Education. Um, the, the first one here is transportation services for special ed students, and these are in particular students that are transported through assisted transportation, not DS bus. We have special education students transported by, uh, by DS bus lines, our contracted service. And we have some students, uh, special needs students, transported by assisted transportation. Um, we are recommend the administration is recommending approval to purchase assisted transportation services for special ed students for a total price not to exceed $110,000. This expenditure is a budgeted expense and will be paid out of the special education operating funds. And as Dr. Fulton said, this does not exceed the $250,000, but since we are bringing another one to you, I thought we would bring this one as well. Thank you. Any questions for Dr. Atha? I would move approval for P3. Thank you, Mrs. Zeal. Second. Thank you, Reverend Guy. Any additional questions about the motion? All those in favor, please say aye. 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 All those opposed, nay. That's 7-0. Thank you. We'll move on to the next item, number four. Okay, the administration recommends approval for the purchase of transportation services for our McKinney-Vento's our homeless students uh, during the 2018-19 school year for a total of not to exceed $480,000. 
This expenditure is a budgeted expense and will also be paid out of operating funds. And uh, that homeless budget was increased a little bit this year because our homeless uh, expenses, transportation expenses have went up a little bit. I might add too, this is a, this is a federal mandate. It's an excellent idea. However, originally it, was, it did receive federal funds and it does not receive federal funds now. So um, that's a good one perhaps for some advocacy <laughs> uh, to, to help us out with our funding. But uh, that's it's a good program for students who need it. That's right. But, but we certainly welcome these students to our Absolutely. district. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. I'll seek a motion. I'll move approval. Uh, Mrs. Goodburn and second by Mrs. Mack, I think. Uh, any additional questions on the motion? Seeing none, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 All those opposed, nay. That would be 7-0. Thank you. And we move on to item five. Thank you, Dr. Ratham. And this is the uh, to publish the notice of hearing, I believe. Yes. We invite Russ to come forward. Tell us what we're publishing. Mm All right, got control. Well, good evening. So this is the next step in approving the 2018-19 budget. So your action item would be uh, you're approving to publish the budget in the Kansas City Star, which is a requirement by state statute. Um, we would put that in July 27th, and then there's 10 days for notification to the public, and then on August 13th, would be the budget hearing, which takes place at the beginning of that board meeting on August 13th. So that would be your next step. Um, go ahead. So this is a snippet from what's attached on the board docs. I can squeeze it all on there. So I just went to the bottom line where all the totals are at. You would be approving a total budget of $475.6 million. That includes all the funds, all transfers, the mill levy would decrease 1.3 mills. Uh, that would save maybe $30, approximately $30 on a house of $200,000 for 1819. The mill levies will change slightly because the assessed valuation isn't finalized until October, but they will be around the, the, uh, the levies that are on this document. You're also approving the expenditure limit, so you can't exceed that, but as we did in 1718, statute allows us to republish the budget if we're gonna spend over these limits, and so 1718, we went through that process of republishing the budget. So you do have that ability to do that if um, we're gonna come back and have to spend more. So how's all those numbers feed into the operating funds? Um, this is our uh, summary of fund balance that we like to show and present. Um, this was presented in May. So what we're, you're approving tonight to publish, all you're doing is proving to publish, you're not approving the actual budget document that, is, that takes place on August 13th. We are anticipating for 1819 a surplus of 2,041,000. So when we say a surplus, we are defining that as our funding that we take in will exceed our expenditures that we're gonna spend out in one year by 2,041,000. <clears> that would be a surplus. Deficit would be the opposite of that. So if you can see in, 
1718, when we closed out the books June 30th, we ended up having a deficit spend of $1.2 million. So our funding was less than the expenditures that we spent by $1.2 million. And we kind of talked about that at the May workshop that our at risk, our free lunch count was down. So we were, we were going to receive a little bit less in at risk dollars. <clears throat> and then in addition, the special education reimbursement rate was decreased a couple weeks after we did our May workshop. That cost us about $300,000. So on the revenue side, we were about $2 million less in funding than what we anticipated when we approved this budget back in August of 2017. On the expenditure side, we spent about $500,000 more than what we budgeted. Um, that's not too bad based on a $220 million budget. Um, but anyway, the end result was when we started the budget year, we thought we were going to be $1.5 million surplus. But when things occurred during the year, uh, we ended up being $1.2 million deficit. Okay. Uh, so that brings me back again to the anticipated 18-19. Right now, what, we, what we're going to present to you uh, for August 13th would be a $2,041,000 surplus. The beginning, so when you do the deficit and you're surplusing, the impact is on the fund balance. Uh, so what we list here is our beginning fund balance. When we started 16-17, we were at $15.9 million. We deficit spend 400000 that year. That brought our balances down to 15.5, And then we deficit spend one2 in 17-18, which brought our balances down to $14.2 million to start 18-19. So as you can see, when you, when you deficit spend, those balances creep down. Um, right now, we're still in a comfortable uh, level of fund balances because we can um, couple that with our contingency reserve, which is $5.6 million. If you were to add those two numbers up, you get roughly about $20 million. And that's what we spend one month uh, for payroll and other utilities and, and um, other operations. So our salary, benefits, and operations, we spent about $18 million out of our operating, operating funds in one month. So we roughly got $20 million to cover one month of operating funds. So it's important that we have the contingency reserve. We invest it. We have it for cash flow purposes, and we have it for emergency, emergency purposes. But it is available for operations on an emergency basis. Um, so this is a document that comes out of the state of Kansas budget documents, which we re just received about a week ago. Um, it does show that we have $80.7 million in cash balances. However, if I'll just read directly from the box at the top, all balances listed except for special education and contingency reserve are restricted to the fund's purpose and not available for operating funds. So what that mean is we park our operating funds in the special education fund. So that $14.2 million, when we talk about our fund balances for operation, it's that fund and only that fund. All these other funds are restricted for that purpose. Um, a good example of that might be the textbook rental fund. Um, that's at so it's down towards the bottom, textbook and student materials, line 55. That says $4.3 million. That fund balance is restricted to purchase textbooks for the district-wide uh, curriculum. We, by statute, are allowed to levy a fee, which we do, $80 for secondary. All that money deposited in that fund stays in that fund 
to buy textbooks. We cannot transfer that money out to operations. So all of that is just used for the purchase of textbooks. Um, I could go through all these, but all of them are that same, same purpose. It's restricted for that purpose, whether we're laying the uh, uh, taxes or fees, but it's used for that purpose. Do we have any questions? Questions, yes, Mary. Uh, Dr. Sinclair. Okay, so I'm just going to do a little active listening. Okay. So, um, of the 80 million, um, 60 million is of the 60 million of those dollars are restricted. So there's they're allocated for specific purposes. That's correct. So that leaves 20 million um, of unencumbered funds, but that 20 million reflects basically our cash flow. Is that correct? And so how many weeks? months of um, uh, cash flow does that provide, the $20 million? $20 million, uh, covers about $18 million of monthly expenditures. Okay, so <clears throat> one month? One month's worth. All right. And what's recommended procedure for kind of cash flow? Uh, generally two months, so that'd be about $36 million. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Other questions about this published report? Yes, Mrs. Owsley. Can you provide a little bit of an explanation as to why in a fund that's titled special education that that's our operating funds? Can, I mean, just, I mean, I understand it, but could you provide the explanation so that it's available for other people? Because if you're <clears throat> li listening or watching at home and you see this and you think, oh, well, why are they taking special education funds to spend on operation expenses? Well, the, the it, it kind of goes way back. Uh, Prior to statute change, the only fund that you can maintain a fund balance in was the special education fund. Uh, that was changed years ago and opened up um, some of your other supported funds like the at-risk, bilingual, special ed, vocational. So you can keep balances in all those funds. It's just it's not, it's uh, easier and tidier just to put it in one fund, and so we can just keep track of it that way. Uh, other districts might have them spread out, but then that's just five or six other funds that you got to keep track of to roll up into your operating funds. So we've always just used the special education fund because um, most of our transfers will go to special ed because we have to support that the most. And so it just makes sense that it runs through the special ed fund. But it, it, you can't transfer out of the special ed fund, but you can transfer into it. And so then the money from this is spent on special education, but then that frees up other dollars that are coming in. Is that, am I understanding that correctly? It free up, yeah, it would uh, reduce your transfer that you would have to make to the special ed fund. So the more sped money you would get, um, the less transfer you would have to make into that fund. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any questions? Thank you very much. And uh, I know you'll be back because it's just one part in a multi-step process to yeah. eventually approve the budget. So thank you. Yep, thank you. With Thank that, I'll you. seek a motion to uh, approve the, uh, the recommendation to publish the notice of a hearing so that we can have a budget hearing next month. I'll make a move to publish. Thank you, Dr. Sinclair. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Mack. Any additional questions? All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. Thank you. That's passes 7-0. Uh, with that, we'll move on to uh, item action Q, which is the approval uh, to purchase legal services. Yes, uh, the purpose of this item is to approve use of the listed firms for legal counsel. Approval is necessary to address ongoing litigation. 
Approval does not require use of any particular firm for new business. Additions or deletions to the list can be made at any time with board approval. The board and administrative team will begin in the very near future a process to explore options for legal services, including the viability of in-house counsel and conducting an RFP process. So that's the background information. Thank you. So each year we are providing a list of uh, the different firms that would be representing us, and uh, it's the list that we are able to work from, as Dr. Fulton outlined. I'll seek a motion, and then we'll have any additional questions. I would move approval of Q1 Legal Services. Thank you, Mrs. Zila. And with that explanation, I would second that. Thank you, Dr. Sinclair. Questions? Yes, Mrs. Mack. Um, so. Um, Dr. Fulton, we, we, have, we already have a task force to talk about professional services. So how, does the task force do anything yet, or is there being work done? I don't believe the task force has started its work yet, but it will. This is something that we'll need to address uh, sooner rather than later. So it's something we need to start work on, and we do as a board and administrative team. Great. Thanks. Any other questions about the motion? Seeing none. Oh, go ahead, Mrs. Owsley, sorry. So the approval for this allows us to continue to pay the attorneys who are currently working on cases without interruption to their work on That's the cases correct. that they're currently working on. So because litigation is never in line with a fiscal year, and so in order to make sure that those legal bills are paid and our attorneys can appear in court, we have to approve this so that they can continue to represent us. That's correct. Okay, but it does not mean that new business moving forward would be utilized by any of the particular firms here that we could potentially add additional firms after the RFP process is completed. That's correct as well. Okay, just making sure. Thanks. All right, thank you. Any other questions about the motion? Being none, I can't remember if we already took if we already passed it. Do we have a second? Yeah, it was moved in second. Thank you. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed nay. That's seven zero. All right, with that, we move on to action um, R, and that is the approval of board policy. Um, as I mentioned earlier, at our organizational meeting, we approved a calendar, which includes um, in eight of the months, we'll be meeting twice, and in four of the months, we'll be meeting once. So that's an actual change to our schedule, but it's also a change to policy. So we have before us the amendments to the policy where we do two things. We're changing our start time from 7 o'clock to 6 o'clock to match what we've just done today. And secondly, um, we're going to be meeting on the second and the fourth Mondays. I'll seek a motion to approve, and then any questions? So moved. Thank you, Mrs. Goodburn. Second. Thank you, Dr. Sinclair. Additional questions about this uh, alteration to our board policy to match up the decisions that we made at our organizational meeting? Seeing none, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed, nay. That's 7-0. And with that, we move on to uh, item S, which is uh, S1, petty cash. Any questions about the petty cash report that was presented in our board packet? Russ is here to answer any of those. And turning back. Is that an action item? No. no. No, these are reports. Thank you. Then we'll move on to item two, which is an activity fund. Any questions there? About the board financial that was presented. Did you have a question? Yeah. I think for each of these documents, is there anything unusual or atypical in... Um, okay. So that would be mine. Okay. Okay. Any other questions on board financial report? Right. We'll move on to uh, item four, which is the July 1st unencumbered cash balances for selected funds. 
Anything you want to add to that that we just talked about? Um, the only comment I would make, you'll see that the number totals 47 million and the one I showed you was 80 million. Um, the state has two documents. Um, this particular one is one that we submit on a monthly basis uh, to the state and the state statute asks that we present this to the board or on our website. So that's why this document is. The difference is um, it does not include the bond and interest fund which is about 23 million and then they they ask us to back off in the general fund uh, the general state aid that they split at the end of the year so that also lowers the balances on this particular report which is included on the report that I just showed you in my slideshow so that's the difference between the 80 million and the 47 million but basically all this coming all from the same numbers just reporting it <coughs> all right okay. thank you Thanks. any questions on that all right, thank you, Russ. And uh, with that, we'll move on to item T, which is uh, board comments. I'll turn to the board members for any comments to share. Yes, Mrs. Mack. Yes, uh, thank you, Mr. Stratton. There's two things. First of all, the Shawnee Mission Education Foundation has a speaker series event. It's the first uh, one of its kind. It's going to be August the 8th. Dr. Milton Chen is going to be coming in. Um, it's going to be at the 1900 building, um, which is new on Shawnee Mission Parkway. Um, and I really want to thank, um, we all want to thank Carol Logan and Patty Chasnoff for leading up that effort. Um, the Education Foundation, I, I hope that if you're interested in that, I hope that you contact the foundation and purchase a ticket. It is a fundraiser. The foundation does a lot for our district and it is one way that we can actually raise funds for our district. I'm sure the teachers in the room know that there are grants that can be given. There are, there's the Shawnee Mission Cares Fund that provides meals, that provides clothing, et cetera, housing for our families that are in need. But that brings me to the second subject I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, I was really moved by what uh, Mr. Quick and Mr. Bailey said tonight. And I, I guess I'm considered an old board member now. I'm in, only in my third term, but I'm an old board member. Um, and something I don't talk about very much um, is that I'm a mother of a teacher here in the Shawnee Mission School District. Um, and he doesn't like me to talk about it for privacy reasons. But I want you to know that, that I genuinely understand. I hear what you're saying. Um, I've seen what um, a teacher goes through on a first-hand basis. I always think I have. I've tried to t stay in touch with my teachers that my children had over the years. But I really heard what you're saying, and I want you to know that our missive has always been, since I've been on the Board of Education, to pay every single bit that we possibly can. And I want to be careful because I don't want to veer into negotiations or anything like that. But I want you to know that, that you are, we truly appreciate you. We know that you're paying for supplies. We know that you are helping out kids that can't pay for school lunches. We know these things. So with that being said, I just really hope and pray that the people of the Shawnee Mission School District and Johnson County and the state of Kansas goes and vote in the primaries coming up and in the general election and let, truly let their thoughts be known because quite frankly, and I'm just, this is my opinion, I am sick and tired of having to battle in Topeka. Um, Teachers are worth it. Our children are worth it. So I just really 
pray that people get out and vote and they vote their conscience. Thank you, Mrs. Mack. Appreciate that. Anyone else offer up? Yes, Mrs. Zila. I will have just one quick comment. This morning we had the welcome back breakfast for the secretaries in all of our buildings. This was their first day back at the buildings, and I was gratified to hear people say, yeah, the summer was enough. I'm ready to go back. So um, we have our smiling faces in our front offices in all of our buildings as of today. So um, it was a great event. Um, Main Street Credit Union always does a very nice job of, of <coughs> supplying breakfast for those folks and, and usually a little takeaway item as well. So we hope that they feel very special from that. And, um, and I hope they know too how grateful we are to them as well. They are the first person that a person meets when they come into the building. And if, if they are friendly and warm and caring, I mean, that makes that sets the whole temperament of the building and the experience. So um, we just want them to know they are valued as well. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Zila. Anyone else? Since it's his first meeting, I'll give Dr. Fulton one last chance if he wants to say anything else before we move on to our next item. I'll make this very fast. I'm very excited about being part of the Shawnee Mission family and getting to know all of the teachers, which is a very tall order here, by the way. So, so I'm going to do my best to try to get out into the schools. And uh, if I'm out there and you see me, just say hi. If I come in your classroom, don't worry about it. Just... <laughs> I, I always feel bad when I walk into kindergarten classrooms, especially at the beginning of the year, because it disrupts the flow of everything. So uh, anyway, I'm just glad to be here and be part of the team. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad to have you too as well. And there are many items that are on the calendar um, on our board agenda that we published. There's several calendar items, including receptions for Dr. Fulton. A uh, lot coming on as we flip the calendar page to August. Our, our next meeting is going to be August 13th. And uh, with that, I'll seek a motion to move to executive session with a five-minute break before we go into executive session. Mr. President, I move we go into executive session um, for 30 minutes in order to discuss negotiation updates pursuant to the exception for employer-employee negotiations under COMA. And so the board will reconvene at uh, uh, 7.20. If it's yes. Minutes, mm -hmm. 725. Uh, 7.25, can we do a five-minute break here? Okay. Thank you. Okay. That's the motion. Second. Thank you, Mrs. Mack. Any questions? All those in favor of the motion, please say aye. 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 And there will be no action taken after. Thank you for the clarification. All those opposed, say nay. That passes 7-0. We'll get it clarified to you, Ms. Clerk. <laughs> you have that look on your face. Thank you for being here. We will, yeah, we are done. Thank you. Yes, we'll come back.